What is up, my lovers? We are back for another episode of Healing to Happy. We're going to talk about the fear of being seen and how this gets in the way of your relationship with men. It gets in the way of you marketing your business or marketing yourself to achieve the type of success that you want. It gets in the way of you making more money, which are things I think all of us are trying to achieve moving into 2024. So if you are new here, what the heck is up? I love you already. Holy freaking pickles. I love the internet. My name is Laura Patricia Martin. I run this whole show <laughs> and lead this movement called the Pre-Housewife Movement, where I help women like you who are high achievers really soften and become better teammates and show up instead of this like me focus, I'm healing all my stuff and I'm running around trying to protect my triggers to how can I actually be a better teammate and how can I structure my life? so I can have the success that I want and still be a housewife and a mama mama bear and all the kind of things. And so I've structured everything. This is your one-stop shop for all of that. I created this podcast off the back end of a breakup that I thought would shatter me and bring me to my knees, but we all know that's when the breakthroughs happen. And I just wanted to share this whole journey of coming home to self and healing big T trauma and softening and savaging and building and growing and build like living life on your own terms. And I share with you my messy middles and I bring really cool experts on here to share about their journeys because there are so many ways to heal trauma. And if you haven't found the way to heal your, yours yet, it doesn't mean it's not, not there. It doesn't mean you're damned with relationships and all the kind of things. It just means you haven't found it yet. And there's so many ways. And so Find, find your one. And so in this episode, I am breaking down the fear of being seen because this is one of the things once I cracked this code, my entire life 10 x because I was talking to a client about this too. And I know so many of us feel this because I felt this where it was like, I'm really good at being seen. Like I, I did the work that I, I can be seen. I can, it's cool. Like I walk in a room, eyes are on me. I don't sweat as much. Like I don't have as much social anxiety as I once did. But the part of me that is afraid of being seen. That's what my client brought up. I'm afraid of being seen in my authority. Actually, I reflected that back to her because I know I went through. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's one more edge. Like there's like a stepping stone to it, right? Where it's like, I want all these things. I want the love. I want the money. I want the success. I want the blah, blah, blah. I want this type of life. But uh, if I share my opinions on the internet and if I share how strong I am and if I share how bold I am, like, will I be loved for this? And so we're going to break that down. I'm going to give you, let's see, how many did I write down? I should really do this before. Um, one, two, three, four. I'm going to give you four ways of clearing it and how to do this, but I'm going to break it all down. Are we ready? My request of you is all of this is free. What would mean the absolute world is if you took those sexy thumbs of yours and you went and you wrote us a review. This helps us get incredible guests. This helps get the podcast out there. My vision for 2024 for this podcast is banana. I want to come number one, guys. I want to come one of the best. And that only comes from you guys sharing this, you guys reviewing it, you guys, you know, letting me know how I can improve this. Like it, it means the absolute world. So please go do that. Let me know what lands on your heart. My Instagram is it's Laura Patricia Martin, ITS Laura Patricia Martin. 
and all the goodies are, that'll all be in the show notes, but all the goodies are over there. We can connect, we can grow, we can all the kind of things. And if you're ready to step into 2024 and take this up a notch, we have the Men, Money, and Marketing Mastermind that is enrolling right now. Get your freaking booty in there. You're ready to magnetize and call in men and monetize your business and all the kind of things. This is for the woman that it's not about building the business. It's about scaling the business. It's about automating. It's about time freedom. It's about being turned on by tech and also learning how to get the right men to approach you, how to be a better teammate, how to ignite that spark in your relationship, how to get your dating life to be exactly what you want it to be because men and money and marketing on the same thing. And it all comes down to being comfortable, being seen for who you are and knowing that you're lovable and worthy. How do I know this? Y'all, uh, this whole fear around being seen, it first started with men because I have big, fucking goals. big goals for my life. I've been this way my entire life, but I've also been raised in a household where I was told to be quiet and I shouldn't talk about money and I shouldn't stand out as much and I was bullied a lot in school, so I learned how to kind of blow, bend, bend myself and adapt and, you know, not stick out, even though that was like, if I go back to when I was a kid, like I was putting boxes in the driveway and I was like, everyone fucking look at me. I'm so cute and I have nothing to say, but I have something to say. Listen. And I would sing and I would dance and I'd put on like seven dresses at one time. And I just, I loved it. Like I am one of those people that like, I liked being seen, but because of rape, domestic violence, bullying, familial trauma, I shrunk. And I was like, I don't, I can't be seen in my power. Like, I don't, I don't think I can be loved and be big at the same time. And I kept coming into this pattern where I'd get into relationship then and they would love me, right? And I, we'd get like into the relationship and then like I'd get them in our, my little manipulative ways, I get them to like me and I get them to love me. And then all of a sudden I like, crack out of my shell. I'm like, ah, I actually really want this big life and I want to do these things. And because I wasn't honest up front with the men, they then felt emasculated by what I wanted. And, it, you know, they're like, that's actually not what I want. I want a simple life. I want, you know, I want this. I want that. I, like, I can't provide this for you. I can't do this for you. Like, this isn't, this isn't what I thought this was going to be. And I'm, you know, it just wasn't a match. And I wasn't honest up front. And because I thought, I didn't even know. I look back at these things now and that's what I was doing. And to be honest, this is how a lot of my pattern was. I didn't realize I was acting these things out until after a relationship, till after the relationship ended. And I would leave being like, you didn't even know me. You didn't even know me. And I'd walk away feeling so gutted and so mad at myself that that's what's what was happening because I was the one that's responsible for that. But it wasn't until I went through the alchemy journey and I had the commitment ceremony to myself that I was like, I am no longer playing small for the comfort of the people around me. I'm no longer shrinking in size. And does that mean that I'm going to lose some men and some friends and some family members? I guess so, because I did. But I'd rather lose that than to be someone I'm not. Because that little girl that would put the box down and dance in the middle of the street and be like, everyone, look at me. I got nothing to say, but something to say. Like, she wants to come alive. And a lot of us fear that. Will I still belong? Right? And that's, that's a core wound. Because us 
our primal brain, feminine women, back in the day, tribal times, caveman times, I mean, if we were on our own, we died. Right? We, we could not survive on our own. We were not hunters and gatherers. And so we, it's normal that you want to be liked. It's normal that you want to belong. It's normal that you want to have this, but there's that fire that a lot of us have where it's like, I have something to fucking say. I have something that is so unique in this world. I have the pre-housewife era. I have books I want to write and stages I want to speak on. And I want to be someone that matters. Not because my ego led me here. When I first started this, it was ego. Can someone fucking validate me? If I do this, maybe my dad will love me. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, maybe my mom will choose me. Like, all these wounds were coming up. And that's why it was very toxic. And that's why I burned it to the ground and then started over and built it back up in the way that I wanted. Don't necessarily recommend that. That's not what I teach you in the mastermind. We can pivot without burning it to the ground. But that was my version. And it was in the moment of like, oh, I am just someone that wants to be seen and I'm okay with that. And I want a big life because I just want to see how big I can fucking get. Not because I need to be validated and loved and I need to be seen in order for my approval of self and I need my external situation to validate my internal. It's my insides. Literally, I can feel it as I record this podcast. It's just, it's a memory from the fucking future. It's a memory from the future. I can't explain it any other way than that of like, it is just for me. And honestly, I read a quote one time and I'm going to botch it, but it was around this where it was like entrepreneurship. Like that was God selected because it is a very unique thing. It is a very raw thing. It's a very scary thing. And God only plucks a certain few to have that fire. I happen to be one of them and I'm going to guess you are too. And it's scary as fuck. Because then the people around us, unless you're in circles, and I'm going to get to this, but unless you're in circles, you know, you're going to look crazy. Today I was pulling cards, um, my uh, wild, whatever they're called, wild cards, um, tarot cards. And the last one I was like, okay, my vision. And my vision, y'all, for 2024, huge. Like, get on this freaking bus. It's huge. I'm like, okay. And I have it out. And the last card I pull is the fool. And so it goes, past, present, future, the fool. And it's, you're going to let life surprise you and you're going to live very naively, which I already do because I believe everything is possible just because I think it, because if I think it, it's from God. <laughs> I'm like, this is mine. And about how the people around you are going to think you're crazy. And I'm kind of used to that feeling by now. I'm very used to it. But when it came to love and it came to this part, it was no wonder my relationships were not being successful because I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't saying and being who I am. And there are different versions of me, like who I am with the men that I date and who I am here with you, very different energies. Like I, <laughs> there is like that wounded part of me of like, yeah, but can you like watch my podcast and like see how powerful I am? But like they already fucking know because they can see the presence of my life and they hear about my life and they see me out in the world. And it's not a like, but I am different because like I get like hot and bothered and like nervous around them and like things like that. But like it is different energies, but they know I want a big life. They know I'm a big deal because I know I'm a big deal and I'm not afraid of saying that anymore. 
And so when I switched this fear of being seen in my relationships, I started to attract powerful men that could hold powerful women. Because at the time, I was attracting good men, but they couldn't hold powerful women. They couldn't hold me. And so I would shrink because I was like, oh, but I want love more than I want that because that seems lonely because I already had the success and I had the accolades and I had the stuff and I was lonely at the top. So I guess I just have to shrink that in order to get love. Okay, let me just adapt to that. And I, I wouldn't say that's what I was doing at the time, but like looking back on it, it's a thousand percent what I was doing at the time. And so I went, oh, okay, how can I be me? Like starting over commitment series ceremony, jumped into alchemy of love, did all that work, neutralized this. And honestly, guys, sometimes I still feel it. Like when I get super jazzed about certain things and like work and like life and I'm in my masculine and I'm like hyped, I do get a little bit like, oh, this is too big to share. Like especially in early stage dating, right? Like you don't know how someone's going to respond to how much money you make or things of that nature. But I do in the beginning stages of dating now share what type of life I want because also this then gives men a mission, right? Now they know what type of life you want and now they get to go create that life for you and men are task-oriented, mission-oriented human beings. That's how their brains fucking work. And so now it's like, this is the type of life I want. This is the type of person I am. Great. And it really is a dance, figuring out how to move between this and that. And that's what birthed the mastermind is like, we're going to switch between the two, but they aren't essentially the same thing. It's being comfortable, being seen and knowing that you're worthy um, and doing the somatic work to really get into balance and be able to both of these up. I don't know what that means, but you know what I mean? Turn it up a fucking notch. And so that was my biggest thing with men. And then when it came to like marketing, right, when it came to... My my thing with marketing is I was I am really good at marketing. If you have seen any of my stuff, like it, it's world class. Like it's I've never seen anything on the market like that. Like my videos, my content, my stuff. Like it is very world class. Prior to what it was now, it was um, safe. It was. I don't want to disrupt the system enough. It was, I can't say fuck as much as I say fuck, can I? Because my dad used to yell at me about it. My mom used to put soap in my mouth. So I guess I can't say that. And I have to act a certain way and I have to be in my authority and teacher role all the time. And I, and I can't talk like this and I can't be like this. And I didn't understand that I just have to be my fucking self and that I know enough. And I don't need any more. I mean, I do need certifications because there is some things that I teach like drama and somatics that require me to get my certifications every year. But other than that, like there's not this like way I need to speak in order to prove to you that I am educated. I fucking know I am. That's why I have hundreds of results, myself included. You know, it it was these kind of things that the more that I started to show up and find my voice and make these changes and do these types of things and practice and practice and practice and get it wrong and fuck it up and find my triggers and work through this that I was like, ah, okay, how much more me can I become in the process of this? How can I let myself be seen? All of it. And I remember when I was going through this and I was in a slump in my business, y'all. Slump. Couldn't figure out it. 
for the life of me, I kept coming up into my peer mastermind being like, where the fuck is my blind spot? Like I am hitting zero dollar months because I hadn't yet learned reoccurring revenue. So everything was like spikes of income down, spikes of income down, spikes of income down. And I was tired, so tired. And then it was just down. And I was like, the fuck am I doing? I'm showing up every day. I'm making content. I'm doing things. What the fuck is going on here? And I remember one of my mentors or one of the women in my mastermind said, I just like all of it's refined. Like I can't see myself in your content. And I was like, what do you mean? Like this is highlight reel. This is what people want. This is the thing. Like, this is my life. My life is very bougie. My life is very, I'm a fucking double Libra baby. <laughs> like, I'm like, we are out here. This is the stuff that I like. And she's like, yeah, I get that. And so I started noodle on something. And I was like, what makes it, what makes people fall in love with me? Like relationship wise, friendship wise, like what makes people fall in love with me? And at first what attracts them to me is I'm bougie. I present myself in a certain way and I have this type of sexual energy about me because I'm confident in that. Okay. That gets people attracted to me, but what makes them fall in love with me is the fact that I'm fucking weird. Like I am silly. I am weird. I am insecure. I say ludicrous fucking things. No one at like literally trying to keep up with my mind my friends know this. Anyone that's in my containers knows this. Like ADHD, baby, like keep up. It is a wild thing. The guy that I'm seeing right now, he's like, my goal in life right now is to get, like to kiss you so hard that your lips slow down and your brain slows down, whichever one happens first. Like it's this type of thing where like my brain is like this, but I couldn't show you guys that because it wasn't professional. I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do it. I had to be normal like the other people on the internet and have it together and talk like this. And I started to do the work to get really comfortable with the part of myself because I was like, if that's what makes them fall in love with me, that felt very raw and vulnerable. And I felt like I couldn't share my behind the scenes of my stories with you of like, I'm still working through trusting men. And I have these, you know, little kinks in like my sexual liberation where I still get shy about stuff. And like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't share that with them. They're supposed to be the leader, like stuff like that, where I was like, you know what? I've been in this low for so fucking long. Why not just try it? Why don't I just fucking try it and share my stuff and do my stuff and share my stories and whatever? We have grown our following and our downloads by the thousands per week since doing this because I just gave myself permission to be seen and who I truly am, which is a multifaceted, multi-passionate ADHD wild woman, CEO, savage a feminine who the fuck knows like who knows I, the thing my friends always joke about with me they're like you are literally the most eclectic human being i know i think i went on a date and someone said that to me and my friends are like what do they fucking call me not a magic eight ball something else there's a walking contradiction <laughs> you're just a walking contradiction like you never like what the hell And I just, because I wanted to belong and I didn't want to be seen as the weird girl and I didn't want to get bullied from high school and I didn't want to, you know, I just wanted to be validated 
and loved. And so I would see all these people that seemed like they were loved and validated. And I was like, dad, I guess I'll adopt that. Plus I'm a projector. So all my centers are open and I'm just like, sure, this makes sense in human design. If you guys don't know that. And so I'm like, sure, this makes sense. Let me just slurp you up like Jigglypuff and take all your powers. And, um, none of it was real. I mean, parts of it was real. That's what you do, right? Like when you don't have guidance and you don't really know what the fuck you're doing, you're going to try on a whole bunch of stuff. You could probably do that with my stuff. Like you're just trying on different things until you find what actually works for you. But you have to remember to get rid of the stuff that doesn't work for you and then open yourself up, letting yourself be seen in your marketing, in your branding, in your personal branding, like in all these types of things where it's like, People just want real people nowadays. People in dating just want real people. People in marketing want real people. People in business just want real people. Like, that's why that's the biggest compliment I get from you guys is like, oh my God, like you just, you're there. Like, you share everything. I'm like, I know, kind of. I definitely have my private life, but I, I want to be that type of person. And that's what comes from being comfortable being seen. You guys, I let you see me after I process stuff, like I don't necessarily bring the triggers right away, but like, you know, it's one of those things that when you can get really comfortable with who you are, there's nothing you guys can find out about me that I would be ashamed of. There's nothing, you know, you can say back to me of like, you, actually I was on a live one time and they're like, you'll say fuck too much. And I was like, you're fucking right. (laughs) It's like one of those things where it's like, a few months ago, that would have like froze. My face would have gone red and I'd be like, I'm so sorry to offend you. Like things of that nature where now I just, when you do the work and you do go through these four steps and you, you get comfortable and you clear this fear of being seen, you show up and you're a magnet for the right people. The wrong ones, like I don't get hate comments. Like our biggest fear is like, oh, I'm going to get hate comments. I'm going to do these things. I don't get hate comments. Like it, I don't believe in that. It's just like I'm myself, and I. What are you gonna hate on? Right. It. I. I think there's an energy to that for sure. But I think a lot of us have this fear, like this fear they'll reject me, this fear they'll leave hate comments, this fear it won't work, this fear they'll find out about me, this fear. But you also have this very delicious, very. Uh, You want to be authentic and you want people to love you for who you are, but you have to love yourself first. No one's going to invite you to that table to be authentic. Like this isn't a therapy session. You have to choose to do that every single day, even when you're scared. You have to show up and be like, this is who I am and I've done enough work on myself to share this with you. And even if you don't like it, I'm okay. I would rather you not like it than me pretend to be something that you falsely like because I've been through that one too many times and I've gotten my heart broken one too many times by doing that and I fucking refuse anymore. I refuse to do that. And when you take that type of stance, you're, the people you attract into your life, they may be small, but they'll be genuine. And the type of men you attract in and the type of clients you attract in and the type of relationship you have with money, like it it all starts to shift because now you're like, I'm fucking here. This is the type of life that I want. This is the type of person that I want. And I'm not going to shrink just to make you feel comfortable. And this was a big one. This is a big one for money around me because I want to make a fuck ton of money, like a fuck ton, like type of money where you're just like, what the hell? Why? I don't know why. Like I just, since I was a kid, I've wanted to. 
just to have the freedom, just because I can, just because I want to provide, just because I want to start these schools, just because I want to have generational wealth, just because I want to take care of my family, even though we don't talk. Like, I just want to give. Like, I just want to have it and I want to give and I want to experience these different things because I think it'd be fucking cool. Like, I just, it's a part of life. And I know some people don't want that. I've dated plenty of them, but I do. I really do. And I have full trust. And big goals within this month. I'm like, let's make 70k. Like, fuck it, let's just try. Like, just for fun, let's 10x things. I guess that'd be, yeah, that'd be a 10. No, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, what have you? I was like, let's just fucking go. Like these types of things where again, there's a difference of doing it. Where before, like my goals were like, this is my validation. Now it's like, I just, I think it'd be cool to try for something. And if I don't make it, I don't make it. But like, who did I become on the journey of trying that? Right. And I remember growing up because there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shame around money in my family. We were middle class, upper middle class, but my mother did not let us know that we had wealth. And she would shame and call me selfish and guilt me into things. And there was a lot of trauma around that. Um, And so I dulled that down where I was like, okay, I'll go be a backpacker in Asia. And I had a lot of financial issues and like I would max out credit cards and have to get bailed out and overspend money and had no relationship with money and didn't understand this concept and didn't blah, blah, blah. Like it was just this like shame thing. Like I want this lifestyle, but I don't want to work this hard because I'm going to get shamed for it. And then I don't want to talk about this and I want to hide this. And like all this financial stuff kept happening behind the doors, behind closed doors. And I, (laughs) I didn't see money because I didn't want to look at it. And I didn't let myself be seen in the fact that I just want money. Like, I just think it'd be cool to have. And it is. Like, it's just one of those things. And this is the only beginning. And so it was when I started to get comfortable with this. Because, again, that's also that for me, it was being comfortable being seen that because there's only a small select few of human beings that will understand that type of wealth right? And that type of hunger for that type of wealth and that type of drive and that type of discipline to have that type of wealth. And so being seen in that meant I'm going to be alone in a lot of things. And that limits the type of men that I'm going to call into my life. Because again, like I said in my past, they didn't get it and they didn't, they didn't want it. More importantly, it's not that they didn't get it. They didn't want that type of life. And so that limits me. And so it was a choice that I had to make. And I realized the reason I didn't want to be seen in that and the reason I didn't want to vocalize it or talk about it is because I didn't want to be ostracized. I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be neglected. I didn't want all these things. And you guys do this too, where it's like you have these, I talk about this with my clients so fucking much. It's like they have these big visions, but what is my mom going to say? What is my boyfriend going to say? What is my husband going to say? What is my sister going to say about it? I remember one of the dates. It was when I was chasing my first 10K month. And I was going on a date and I was talking. I was living at my parents' house at the time because I just moved back from Asia. And um, I was going on my first date with uh, Anchor Tattoo Man. And I was like right on the brink of hitting my 10K month. And I was like, money hunger came this time. And I remember my dad sat me down. He's like, maybe you shouldn't talk about this on the date. And I was like, huh? And he's like, no man wants to hear that, blah, 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 all his unsolicited advice. And I sat there and I was like, thank you so much. I'm gonna do me. And like went about and I think I did talk about it. Like, I don't fucking care. Like to me, it's fun. Um, And, but it did impact uh, my relationship down the line. And, but like now one of the things that's like, I don't necessarily in dating talk about money. Like, (laughs) 
you don't talk about that in early stage dating. But I'm not ashamed that I want a big life. I'm not ashamed that I want wealth. I'm not ashamed that I want a certain type of car and a certain type of house and a certain type of lifestyle for my kids and how I want it to go and where I want to travel and all the kind of things. We are very aware of these kind of things. I'm seen in it. I'm seen in it because the truth is the reason we here's the thing you want some type of life you want something in your life whether it's the type of love that you want some type of wealth that you want some type of you know eyes on your brand because it's so good but you don't have the eyes that you want like there's something that you want and you're not letting yourself be seen in it so you're doing this thing that a lot of my clients do and I did it too for way too long I'm journaling I'm manifesting I'm quietly investing in programs I'm, you know, maybe watching some master classes, fuck ton of podcasts. Like I'm, you're consuming all this fucking stuff, but you're not actually telling anyone. You're not held accountable in it because of two reasons. One, you don't want to be ostracized. Two, what if it fails? Yeah. Those are the things that I see getting in the way of us and our fear of being seen. We don't want to be ostracized because we don't want to be misunderstood. We don't want to be seen as greedy or guilty or shameful or uh, we don't want to, you know, cause rage or distance in anyone or called be called selfish, like whatever the fuck it is. We don't want that. So we just journal it, but we don't tell anyone about it. The second one is I don't want to tell anyone about this because what if it doesn't happen? I remember when I started talking about the pre-housewife era and the mission I was going on and my best friend in lovingly, she just goes, are you sure you want to say that out loud though? Like, what if it doesn't happen? I'm like, I'm like what if it does? And how dope of a story would that be? Like, because it's fucking inevitable that I'm going to meet my person in my Viking and get married. Is it going to be the very next person that I date? In the very Who the fuck knows? Like, I don't know. But like, I'm not attached to that. I'm attached to the end game. I'm attached to who I become on the journey. So why would I not share it with you guys? Why would I not say this month I'm going to make $70,000? Because I fucking want to. Are we on track for that right now? Nope. Am I open to surprises? Yep. Are we are we creating the pathways? Yeah. Like you should think I I ran in, I'm like, I'm gonna have the best ass coming into 2024. Are we on track for that? Fuck yeah. Like I looked in the mirror today before we go on the beach. I was like, yes, that's the one we're nailing. But the rest of it, it's like because we get so afraid of being seen. And it because what if it doesn't work out? The biggest feminine wound is disappointment. So we don't want to be disappointed. I get it. But also it's your job to move through it because if you actually want something in your life, the fear of being seen in it and the fear of being in your authority around it is the thing that is the reason why you're not getting it yet. Not that you have to blast on the internet and do the things that I do. That's just my bold fucking move. But I even started this when I first started doing gut health. I would do these every first of the month. I would write down my goals and I would share it on the internet and I'd make them really pretty and write it down and blah, blah, blah. And I'd share like my things that I'm going to do this month. Um, and I would do that. I don't like to keep myself accountable. And so it's just finding a way. Can you do it with a friend? Can you jump into one of my group containers? Can you jump in love club? We do that all the fucking time. Like jumping in, this is what I'm calling in. This is how I'm working to it. Here's the ladder of how I'm going to build it. Like the reason we don't fucking do this shit and we're just journaling and we're keeping it to ourselves and we're only telling our therapist about it. And then we're getting fucking mad because nothing's happening is because no one's holding you to a higher standard. No one's sitting there going, hmm, you said you wouldn't do that. No one's keeping you accountable. It's really fucking important for this stuff. And it's really vulnerable. Don't get me wrong. Like, what if I don't hit 70K? <laughs> but like, what if I double it? <laughs> like, it's one of those things. What if I don't? What if this person that I'm saying breaks my fucking heart? 
What if this Viking breaks my heart? Shit. But how dope is it that I found a Viking because I said I would. And like a really good guy. That's just like, he's cooler than me for fucking sure. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? That's dope. I'm happy I shared it. We stop ourselves because of this fear of like, what if, what if my heart gets broken? What if I lose it all? What if it doesn't happen? And we forget the alternative of like, what if it does? And I get to listen back to this podcast and be like, holy freaking pickles. And the truth is, you know, like I've said before, it's it's all a trauma response. You know, you know, it, thinking back to the reason I didn't want to stand out is the trauma. Like I would be in danger if something happened. I would be bullied if I stood out too much. I would be rejected by my own family, the unit that is supposed to love me. They ended up rejecting me. Like, you know, I would, you know, something would happen. I'd get a fucking stalker, which all, like all these things happen, right? Like all this stuff happened. And, you know, then we build up the defense mechanisms around us to, oh, if I don't want this to happen again, then I'm going to shield myself because that's what trauma is. It doesn't necessarily have to be big T trauma. These things didn't have to happen, but you can, um, what trauma is, is your body freezes around the response. So a time when you didn't feel safe or you didn't feel like you belonged or, you know, you felt rejected or what have you, your body just froze around that. And whatever was happening at that time that didn't get to completely pass through your body is now stuck. So anytime something happens, that's going to push that edge within your nervous system. It's going to stop you. You're going to self-sabotage. You're going to come up with limiting beliefs and excuses and you're going to believe it. Like this is that trippy thing about the mind. Like it sounds so fucking legitimate and real. This is why it's so important to have people to bounce things off of and expand your nervous system to show you it's safe but like that's gonna happen it's gonna be like this isn't safe don't do that and so you know it, it it's okay when these things happen but it is a trauma response the fear of i can't i'm not like that laura like i'm not i'm an introvert i have social anxiety <laughs> so was i now i speak to hundreds of women a day through these channels thousands actually you know, I, I help women. I speak on stages. I do these things. I used to not be able to order an ice cream cone at McDonald's because I was so scared. I used to yell and scream at my friends if they walked from one side of the bar to the other without me. I used to freak the fuck out. Anytime I had to leave my house, I would have to take a shot. If I was going on a date, if I was going anywhere, like I had to consume some type of beverage because I wasn't comfortable with who I was. This, if you see a characteristic trait in someone, say it's me, my confidence, the way that I speak, the way that I hold myself, the way that I speak with men, all of this was trained. Characteristic traits are not something people are born with. They are trained because of our environments. This is how the body works. The reason those people have those characteristic traits and those personality traits is because that's how they learned how to protect themselves. That's how they learned throughout their lifetime, which means you get to shift that for yourself. The more you learn about your nervous system, which is why I'm a fucking nerd about this shit. It was like, oh, I don't like this personality trait about myself. I don't like that I have social anxiety, especially if I want to have a big movement in the world. I don't like that I don't have a voice around men, especially because I want a really extraordinary love that's going to change the narrative of love in my family. I don't like the fact that I have these wounds around my body and all this kind of stuff and I don't feel sexually liberated, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, I don't like it. I know enough about the nervous system and how if you apply heat to it, it's basically plastic and you can mold it to whatever way you want. You just have to be disciplined enough in order to do so. You just have to get your ass into arenas so you can calibrate your nervous system beyond just journaling and doing the things because that is important. 
but you also have to show your nervous system that is possible, which is why masterminds are important, which is why groups are important, which is why being intentional about who your friends are is very important because your nervous system is looking at them going, it's possible for them, it's possible for me. Now I can calibrate to a new level and find new safety. This is how it works. This, all of it is a trauma response. And if you want to be comfortable being seen, start showing up in spaces of p- women that are comfortable being seen. And you get to see, oh my God, she's safe when she does that. She feels calm. Like, look at her. It's those women that you walk in and you're like, that one. She's magnetic as fuck. And she might trigger you. She might activate you. She might make you jealous. But you know, because you're listening to this podcast long enough, that it is just an activator to show you what's possible for you. That's the gift of all of this. You want to be seen, you got to show up. You got to heal your trauma so you feel safe in it. How do you heal your trauma? You start to calibrate your nervous system. It doesn't just happen from you journaling. I'm sorry. I want to be comfortable. I want to speak on stages. But you can't even have an honest conversation with your man. I want to speak on stages. But you can't tell your mom and set a boundary. I want to have such good communication with my man. But you don't tell him that you don't like it when you do that. And you dull the shine about your life and all of a sudden you're two different people. And you are, honestly, two different people. But, like, he should still know you're powerful. Like, you don't become a people pleaser and bend it over backwards. You're like, oh, I shrink myself. Will you like me? Like, no, no, it's not going to work. Because then you're going to have to stay small. And someone like you is not meant to stay small. You're meant to be big. The vision on your heart is big. The impact you want is big be big take up fucking space and know that you're safe doing that and so four ways that i cleared this is one committed to show committed to showing up every single day and having discipline follow through and what i mean by this is i had the vision of the woman i want to be i have this vision and it's constantly calibrating to a new level because i'm never going to actually get to become her she is my biggest what is it called? Mentor. Like, what? what is it? Like, when I want to be her, like, that's it. Like, and I, I will never be her. And it's a great chase that I have. But I connect to that where the decisions she makes, the way she moves about her day, who she is, who she surrounds herself with, how much money she makes, how she starts her morning, how she ends her evening, the conversations that she has, the books that she reads, the way that she dresses, the men that she lets to enter into her vortex, the way that she relates to her family, the way that she sets boundaries, the way that she's disciplined in her body and her mind and her soul, that's who I connect to. And instead of giving myself fucking excuses every single day, I show up as her. Do I do it and nail it every single time? No. Do I feel like shit when I don't? Absolutely. Because there's a part in you that knows you should be doing more. There is a part in you that's like, I could be doing more and I'm not. And I'm frustrated because I am doing a lot, but I'm not getting the results. The reason you're not getting the results is because you're not showing up as the full version of yourself. You're not letting yourself be seen as her, as a future version of you. You are letting yourself slack. You could be doing more and you're not. Why? It's not about the how. It's no longer about the how do I do this? Yes, there's some things we have to learn and maneuver in the tech side of stuff and what have you. Sure, the nervous system stuff, sure. But there's more to it. There is a why are you only listening to podcasts and not taking action? Why are you hearing the same thing over and over and over again and not having a different result? Because you are listening and not taking action. 
that's what happens. And so a big thing that helped me clear this fear of being seen is I am committed to this pre-housewife era. I am committed to her, which is why I speak so honestly about it, why I open up about it, why I share with you and I claim big shit in this world. Because when I tell you, I have to do it. Plus, I have clients that keep me accountable. Plus, I have a big movement. My brand's online. Yes, but I did that for a fucking reason because this has all made me become this version of myself because the past version of me, drugs, alcohol, eating disorder, chronic illness, letting men abuse my mind, body, and soul, abuse, like doing really horrible things to my body because I didn't love myself, not investing in any of my character development letting poor behavior slide, like all of this stuff, who I was, the amount of people that reach out to me about they knew me in my party years and now they see me and they're like, holy fucking shit, like because I'm committed to her, because I want to become the mother that my daughter gets to look up to and I better become her and walk through every damn battle so I can tell my daughter about it and I connect to that. So I commit to that every single day. And every single day looks different, right? Yesterday was a huge savage CEO day. Today is a very feminine day. Other than this and recording some stuff for Alchemy of Love, I was walking on the beach, reading books, drinking coffee, making a mess, chilling. Every day looks different, but I'm connecting to her, right? Second, I really embrace the fact of feeling like an imposter and getting it wrong and learning from my mistakes because truth is you can't become elite <laughs> if you're not willing to make mistakes. And a lot of us don't even take, um, we don't, uh, I think Alex Hermosi said this, where it's like, we don't fear failure. We fear other people finding out about our failure and therefore we don't take risks and therefore we don't have accountability and therefore we don't even do anything because it's like, well, I'd rather stay comfortable than the risk of maybe not having it. But you're eventually going to get to where you want if you don't try because it's not the right time or you don't feel ready yet or it, you feel like an imposter. You're like, this just doesn't feel ready. Like, this doesn't feel like me. Of course, it fucking doesn't. You're identifying with someone that is completely different from you. When I stepped into the pre-housewife era, the regulation tools, the conversations I'm having, the men that I'm sitting, I feel like I'm sitting here wearing a fucking, I'm like, who the fuck am I? If only they knew. I felt like a 16-year-old trapped in a 31-year-old body. And I have this going on and I have that going on. But I'm standing there going, but this is the type of woman I want to be. And you can even see it in my energy when I say that. And so I committed. It was just, I started listening to big thinkers and getting in the room with my mentors and investing and sitting and going, oh, everyone fucking feels this way. Because you're an imposter because you haven't done it yet. The reason it feels so good in your past and you feel so good in your comfort zone and current situation and you'll come up with any excuse and any resistance not to go forward is because that's your nervous system. Your cheeky little monkey of a nervous system loves the present moment. It feels safe. It's predictable. The future is unknown and your nervous system, it's cute thing is to just know what's going to happen next. And so now my nervous system, I actually don't find safety in the things that are consistent. I mean, something's consistent. It depends. <laughs> but like, I know if I'm I'm not inspired and I'm doing the same thing day to day and, you know, if what have you, I, my nervousism is like, no, we need another level. We need another challenge. We need something to do because, again, like I said, my version of her, capital H-E-R, her, I will never get there. I will never. 
but it's my biggest drive. It's my biggest motivator. So if I'm constantly on the journey of finding her and being her and becoming her, I'm constantly going to feel like I don't belong. And the funny thing was about this, I was actually just talking to my mentor Shoshana about this because one of the biggest expanders that helped me 10x my business, my money, my men, um, was I decided she was coming to Florida to go to this conference. And I was like, fuck it, I'm in. Bought a ticket, a couple grand. And random weekend, didn't make sense. Didn't like, I just like this, you're there, I want to be there. I want to be a peer. Yes, you're my mentor, but my also vision is to elevate to the point that my mentors become my peers. Okay, fine, fuck it, I'm in. And I went and I literally sat there. I got there and I was like, I don't fucking belong here. I don't belong here. Like these are very wealthy human beings. I was terrified. I called my friend. She's like, I have never seen you scared. I'm like, usually because I'm the big fucking one. Like my ego is protected of these things. And I'm, but I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to get in the rooms and feel fucking terrified. So I was like, okay, sat, got my like warm beverage. For some reason, it calms me down. I'm like, okay, sat. And I was like, we're ready. Showed up by my mentor, sat down, spent the weekend with these humans. And I remember sitting at one dinner, looking around, having incredible conversations and going, holy shit, I do belong here. Like this, this is where I belong. Everyone's people. And like nothing is actually different other than probably what's in our bank accounts right now. But like that doesn't make us that different, which means this is where I'm supposed to be. I need to play bigger. I need to show up and get comfortable being seen here, speaking here, being in my authority here, attracting men from here. Like that, that's where I was. And I wouldn't have known that until my nervous system, like I pushed my nervous system. I felt like an imposter and I was okay. And I continue to do that. I invest to get into rooms specifically now to do that because I know my nervous system will then rise to me that potential. And that is what I want in this lifetime. I don't want to stay where I am. I wouldn't have been gifted all the traumas in my life if I was supposed to stay where I was, just like you. It was a gift. But I repeat it again, absolutely the fuck not. But it was a gift. And so I will rise to learn something new so my children will have a different lifestyle. So I get to experience all that life has. The third one is I started to take notes of my triggers of the things like in the notes section on my phone, what are my triggers? What are my self-limiting beliefs? What are my patterns? What are the things I would limit? I'd write them in my phone and then I would come in the nighttime because that's when our brain is most ooey gooey. And I would come in the nighttime and I do the daily vitamins, which is the, the subconscious neural reprogramming tools that I have for you inside of the love club or alchemy of love. And I would do them based on what the trigger was so that I could actually heal it. So instead of distracting myself with my triggers, I would sit there and I would go, okay, I'm triggered. And old me would be like, okay, let me obsess about it and not actually get rid of it. Or I would distract myself with work or men or fitness or food or what have you. And I would never actually heal it. And so the way that I started to move through this was like, okay, I don't have fucking time to do this right now. It's the middle of the day. It's the morning. It's whatever. I'm having sex. Like who the fuck knows? It's not time right now to do this. So noted in my phone. And so I'd come home in the nighttime and I would work through them. I didn't just let it go and only save it for therapy or whatever. I committed to healing this. I went all in on my nervous system work for six months, really, 
like I was in it and I was committed and I was shifting and I was changing. This is why you guys see when I sh share on my Instagram and my stuff, like my clients get results three, one client got a result within three hours, but like three to five days, like when they're doing this stuff, because this stuff, when you commit to doing this stuff, the way that your nervous system is and the way that your neural programming is, is like safety goes one way. Like you have neurotransmitters going one way and they've been going that way for a lifetime. And you can think of it like a jungle. And what the daily vitamins help you do is start to get your axe or your machete and start to chop down the trees in the direction that you actually want to go because there's water over there and there's safety over there and that's actually what you want in your life. And so it shifts and you feel like an imposter and you do these kind of things, but you're not just like leaving it up to chance to these one-offs and what have you. You're taking note of the triggers because it's showing you, right? Like it, your triggers, your anxiety, the things, they're just an inner compass of a thing that needs to be worked on. It's not good nor bad. It's just, it's just a compass. So you're noting it down and then you shift and you go and reprogram it. This is how I have changed my entire life. This is how I have 10X. This is how I'm comfortable being seen. This is how I have attracted really incredible men specifically the Viking. This is how I've attracted high level friendships that make me a better person that like help me rise. Right. That like, I'm like, oh shit, like my old tendencies of like partying and doing fucking cocaine, like all the shit, like that's not acceptable at tables like this. So therefore I'm going to heal these things so that I can show up and be the better bird, like attracting these types of humans that I get to be a better person for. And ultimately I don't feel like I'm faking it anymore. Because that's what happens when you actually build neural neural pathways. Trees build over here now where the where the, your path used to be. And now you are free in the other path. And you have all the water and all the safety and all the kind of things. And it's a beautiful thing. And then the last one is I invested in mentorship to um, calibrate to the woman that I wanted to be. When I saw Shoshana two years ago, I... Um, I think she just posted like something about an anniversary party. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Like in person for me, like you'll see that coming in 2024 and like just creating community. Like for me, it's been a big thing. That's why most of my, that's all my programs. They're all community-based and except for my VIPs, obviously that's one-on-one, -on -one, but like everything's community-based, engagement-based, all this kind of stuff. And I saw what she was doing and I also just felt her energy. I was like, she's about to fucking take off like this woman. And she is, she went from six figures something to five million in two years like she's gone insane and I'm fascinated by her mind and her how she invests in herself and how she shows up and who she surrounds herself with and who she is and I was like I want that and it didn't fucking make sense none of it does ever but I was like I want that and where I'm at isn't where I want to go and I want to calibrate to that and I, I know enough about the nervous system that when you are in touch with other people's nervous systems you pop like popcorn. This is why mentorship is so important. This is why groups are so important. You are six times more likely to be successful when you do that. Plus someone to keep you accountable. Plus someone that's with you long-term. This is why long-term mentorship is incredible for me. I'm not like, yeah, of course, like I'm, I guess it's kind of like a pitch, pitching you on mentorship, but like, that's not the point. This really is the thing that helped me be seen in it because Shoshana has seen me through, I was a gut health coach when she met me, I was, you know, trying to figure out my way. I was making like 900 bucks. Like I, it was just like here. And it's just like, show up, do better, show up, do better. Here's what's your biggest vision for you. She held my vision for me because she knew the type of life that I wanted. And we started to build the bridge to get there. And now things are popping off, right? Because I've calibrated because everyone around her calibrated, which is why my clients literally 
they'll message me and they're like, what the hell is your energy? Like this happened, this happened, this happened. Ever since working with you, this happened, this man, this thing. Like, and not even just like men that they're like falling in love with, but it's just like, they're going out, drinks are getting paid for, all this money's coming from like place they didn't even know. Like they think something and it happens. Like that's what happens when you're around people that believe in magic. Your nervous system then goes, oh shit, that's possible. That's possible. Oh, okay. So it is safe. Okay, so if it's possible for her, it's possible for me. And that light that you feel within your soul that like zips you up, that is for you. That is meant for you. That's that's one of those things where it's like, oh, she has it. I want it. Don't dismiss that. Don't miss that. Don't dismiss that. Like these things are so important. So, so important. And so the four things, and I'm going to go through them again, committing and showing up every single day and following through for whatever your future version of her is every single day, filtering every decision through that, embracing that you're going to feel like an imposter because you've never done it before. Stay committed in that and the consistency you only learn through your mistakes. You cannot fail unless you fully stop. You are always learning. There is no such thing as failure. You are constantly, constantly, constantly learning. Take note of your triggers because these things are actually your inner compass of what's actually blocking you from being seen. And then investing in mentorship so you can calibrate and get in the arena so you can calibrate your nervous system to have a new level of safety. This is how you overcome that fear of being seen because you have a big mission on your heart. You want to make an impact. You want to do something, do something that matters, create something that's iconic. I know it. I know it because I was that. I am that. I'm continually growing into this. Where it's like being in your bigness. We need more of that in this world because there we were told to be small. We were, especially women, we were told to be seen but not heard like for so fucking long. And now it's the time to really bust open and be seen in these things and be seen in your power and not just be seen. Like I'm starting this cute little business or I'm doing these little things. Like I'm trying out this stuff. Like no, being seen in your authority, being seen in your power. That is what makes you magnetic as fuck because that is so unique. It is not intimidating when it comes from this grounded living sanctuary place. I promise you that. This is the pre-housewife era. This is being seen in that. All right, baby. I'm so curious to hear. What are your takeaways from this? Go message me over on Instagram. It's Laura Patricia Martin. So at it's Laura Patricia Martin. Message me your takeaways on this. I want to hear what you're taking away, what you're doing so that you can show up and be seen. Let me see you in this. What are we doing? What's your next move? And if your next move is 2024, you were like, I'm fucking in like men in marketing. I want to be seen. I just want to scale my business. I want to understand that like I can automate my business so that I can date with ease and spark and ignite this flame. And, you know, both of these have to do with being seen and understanding and learning new skills and investing in new skills and calibrating to new heights because you know that your man's right around the corner and you want to be a wife and a mother. So you want to learn how to automate your business and like make shit go viral. Like there's a reason I know this stuff so well. I can make any post if I want it to go viral and I can go out anytime and just go sky daddy. I don't feel like paying for shit today. And someone picks up my bill. Like that is genuinely my life. And I'm teaching you exactly how to do that over the next six months inside of the men, money and marketing mastermind. I use by application only. So I'm going to put that in the show notes, but I love you so, so much. This was so fun. The sun's going down. So that means I have to go grab an emperor spritz with my girlfriends, but I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Baby cakes.